Hello everyone. It is a very rainy, dark, cold day here in Canberra. And I, you can probably hear the splattering of rain on the back of my track here. But that didn't matter because today I felt the warmth and joy of talking to the Queensland team who were sitting in sunshine and warm weather out there in Queensland. I had the absolute honour of talking with Joe and Kathy, And we had Trudy for a while, but unfortunately they kicked her out of the library and then she went to a supermarket to try and find a place quiet place to sit. There was none and the car had to go in for a service. So we're looking forward to Trudy on the next episode. A big shout out to her and thank her for trying to get connected today. But um, the stories that Joe and Kathy share are absolute corkers. It's great to hear how they came to be at ACNA, all about their first bike and a new little segment about their favourite song. Oh, hello, <laughs> Kathy. Hello, Joe. Welcome to Open... <laughs> can't even remember the name of it now. Welcome to ACNA Open Mic. It's great to have you here on this recording 31 minutes after we tried to start recording. Welcome. <laughs> Thank you. Hi, Rebecca. <laughs> it has been a very dramatic morning. We've, we've lost Trudy from Toowoomba, not permanently, just because she got kicked out of the library. Then she ended up in a supermarket and outside is too windy. So we're going to do a special episode with Trudy. So a big shout out to Trudy. So thanks for trying to get on the podcast this morning and we're sorry that you're not with us. And then we had a very dramatic moment where Joe's iPhone tried to jump in as well and it was quite screechy. So let's go back to our first question we started a while ago. Kathy, can you describe where you are sitting at the moment? Well, I'm at home in my office looking outside at the beautiful Queensland weather. I'm really lucky that I sort of live in the country, so I've got a lovely view from my window. Wouldn't swap it for the world. Oh, what town is that? What country town? Oh, I don't think we count as a town, really. Oh. <laughs> a collection of houses called Lockyer Waters. So just it's sort of in the Lockyer Valley, roundabout sort of Gatton. Oh, wow. And Joe, where are you sitting? I'm sitting in my home office as well. And I have a big window in my office and I'm looking out and my lemon tree. And every day I study my lemon tree to make sure I get the lemons when they just turn yellow. Oh, beautiful. Is it one of those lemonade lemon trees? Yes, it is. Oh, the best, the best. Well, that's lovely. So now all the listeners can picture where you are. They'll have a quick look at Google Maps and find you there. Now, I haven't told you that I was thinking of a new question in podcast, so we'll get it out of the way early just to warm ourselves up into the interview. The question is, and you don't have to answer it till the end, your favourite song. Mm. Yeah, so just let that one percolate and we'll, we'll see if we can answer that and then cut some music in later in the podcast. You don't have to sing, I promise. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> Shall we start with a question you have prepared? Kathy, tell us about your first bike. My first bike. Oh my goodness, I'm too old to remember it. I honestly cannot remember. But I think it would be a tricycle. Oh, lovely. Yep. And would you have been riding that in Queensland? Were you are you Queensland born and bred? No, I'm not. I was actually born in the UK. So kind of had a really tiny backyard. So I learned how to ride around in circles very first before I could go in straight lines. <laughs> <laughs> Well, let's hope it wasn't like Jill's story where she was in the UK riding around in circles and brothers suggested on gravel. So that didn't end so well. <laughs> brothers do that. <laughs> they do. Joe, tell us about your first bike. And my first bike as in a two-wheeler was probably when I was about nine and my dad had been overseas with work and he brought 
all four of us a brand new shiny bike. So we were very, very excited. And I'm the youngest and my older brothers were allowed to take theirs directly onto the road. We lived in a quiet cul-de-sac, but the girls had to practice on the front lawn for about two weeks before he let us out onto the road. (laughs) We had a bell on the front, which I loved to ring constantly. And it was the bikes had hand brakes, not the back brakes on the pedals. And my little hands were too small to squeeze, to squeeze it. You can imagine I had a few stacks. Oh, no. Not being able to stop, yeah. <laughs> I feel for you, Joe. I've got a very cute picture of a little Joe on a bike. Yeah. <laughs> squeezing the handbrakes. <laughs> Joe, you, how long have you been with Acne for? Just over five years. So are you part of the original ACNA crew up in Queensland? Yes. Ah, oh, do you want to tell us about your story of joining ACNA? Where were you before ACNA? I was with working with a community service organisation in Brisbane and they were part of the restructuring that many community service providers had to do with the impending My Age Care introduction and we were all restructured and made redundant. And um, I was offered a job there to be an assessor with that organisation, but I declined. I thought, no, it's time to move on. And so I, yeah, applied for the role with with ACNA back in, I think it was April 2015, and um, interviewed over here in Queensland and got that job and then was asked to apply for the team leader job and I wanted to, but I remember saying to Anne-Marie, who was in HR at the time, I think she still is in HR, saying, oh, do I have to do another role play? And she just burst out laughing and she said, yes, you do. And my role play, I think, was in front of Ricky. (laughs) So that was even more, you know, impending doom. But anyway, we got through it. So I have a lot of empathy for all the applicants that come into ACNA that have to sit through our rigorous interviewing process. And, you know, I've always said, if if you get in, you deserve it. Yeah, I think that is a good message for everyone. Those gates, if you can get through them, you're in. Yeah. Yep, you've made it. Yeah. Oh, excellent. Kathy, did Joe do your role play or when did you join ACNA? I've been here four and a half years and I believe Joe was lurking in the corner and I didn't even <laughs> see her for quite a while. But yes, while I did my role play with Shane and Craig. And I was so terrified about doing it, I nearly turned around and drove home before I got there. What's the worst can happen? I'll give it a go. And it was the best thing I ever did. (laughs) And I think, Kathy, you were first cab off the ranks on the day too, weren't you? I think I was, yes. Yeah, and I was. I was the observer lurking in the corner. Yeah, I didn't even see you there until halfway through. (laughs) (laughs) That is some good lurking there, Joe. It was. It was good lurking, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) Oh, What's um, one of the stories, Joe, that you're just so proud of? Like at the end of it, you just thought, yeah, we did the most amazing job and we changed that client's life. I think um, ones where you go and the client has completely given up and is fed up with the system as um, it's often referred to. And, you know, we've, we've had clients where you go and they've been in their bed during the assessment and have given up on life and you put them under, put some supports in place and refer them for supports. And there was one particular client that... She was, well, virtually palliative and we thought, you know, we were told she'd probably have passed on in the next month. And um, she was put under reablement for a month and going back and seeing how she was, she was completely different. She was walking around, she was back out in the community, she was back cooking and 
you know, she, there was just nothing there that was like, you know, she was going to be passing away another four weeks. She she was just different. She's, no, I'm here and I'm living now and, and quite happy to be doing what she was doing. And I think that whole approach of going in being open-minded and not assuming that because we're told someone's palliative and or hasn't got much time left, don't always think that that, that is the way it is. Oh, that's an excellent story, Joe. Thank you. Kathy, do you have one of those clients where you think, wow, yeah, that was really amazing to see what our role can do for a client's life? I do, actually. I went to see a gentleman who lived with his sister and they were still living in the same house that they were born in. She wouldn't let anybody come into the house, so he had terrible ulcers on his legs because couldn't get anybody in to dress them. Because he was, when we went to see him, he was bent over. He was huddled in his anorak and he was just... He was so fearful, but we ended up, she got some supports in place and eventually she moved into care, which was probably better for her. But when we next went out to see him, he was, you know, we got some supports in, his ulcers started to heal up. He was standing tall and he was, I think Joe, you even came with me and he was standing there showing Mm -hmm. us how he uses his sort of milk bottles as weights to do his exercise routines Mm -hmm. and yep. And just now the last sort of, you know, whatever, whatever time he's got left, he can live it, you know to his best. And she's also in a better place too. So I think that, you know, it was a good outcome for both of them. Thank you, Kathy. That, oh, you guys rock. <laughs> <laughs> I, get, I get very moved hearing your stories. Is there any message that you thought, when I came onto podcast, I want to share that with other people in ACNA? Are there any other messages? I think our strong message is to keep that strong sense of excellence in our community and, you know, try and bring out the best in, in our community and in the people we see. To me, that's actually, you know, I don't get to see clients as often as the rest of my team does, but I think it's a really good opportunity to keep even us as individuals very grounded. And I think we all strive to be excellent in what we do through those connections with people. I think that's the the main thing which brings out our best is staying connected to the people in our communities. Oh, thanks, Joe. Excellent words. Well, we have come to the end of the podcast recording. So shall I throw up my new question again, see how it lands? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who wants to answer first? Favourite song? It's too hard to choose, Rebecca. I have so many favourite songs. I might one change over time. I've got some from forever that no one would know. No. And then I have ones that I put onto my Spotify in the car and I drive everybody mad with it. So the one which I'm driving everyone mad about in my family at the moment is a, it's a it's a country song and I'm not a country music lover at all, at all. But this song is just funny and it's just called um, I Go Down to the Honky Tonk and every time I play it, everyone yells at me and says, turn it off, turn it off. Kathy, how about yourself? Oh, I'm like Joe. I love, I grew up playing the cello so I go from everything to classical to, oh, whatever. So I'm just going to pick the one that's at the top of my playlist at the moment on Spotify is Krista Berg's Don't Pay the Ferryman. Well, thank you both for being fantastic sports. I'm sorry it took us like 31 minutes of recording to actually get a recording that we're going to be able to give to our listeners. Um, so you, you've both been awesome. I thank you so much for being on ACNA Open Mic and, um, yeah, look forward to the next time that you hop on board the, a new episode. Thanks for having us. Thanks, Rebecca. Thank you. Got a house down a back road, I got a flag. On the front porch, you got a dog named I'm in the rain king now Hear the wild dog howl Though our voices in the night 
Kathy. Hello, Joe. Welcome to ACNA Open Mic. Hi, Rebecca. <laughs> now, this is our all-time record. We've now been here for 29 minutes <laughs> trying to <laughs> all get connected. So this is my worst failure as a podcast host and my very worst because we're not able to have Trudy join us today, which is, um, yeah, my big failing because I didn't quite send out all the technical specs. So Trudy, here's a call out to you. Thank you so much for trying to get connected from Toowoomba. And we are so super sorry to leave you out of this one, but that just means you get to do one by yourself. (laughs) So Kathy, Joe, Kathy, I'm going to start with you. Would you like to tell us where you are sitting at the moment? All right, I've just started the recording again and I won't put any of the sound that just happened because, (laughs) oh, my gosh, it was, as Cathy said, very dramatic. Okay. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Shall we, like, that will just become a blooper. Shall we try and start again? Yes. Hey everybody, it's Craig here from SA. Make sure you get yourself onto the ACNA podcast. What's better than on a Friday afternoon to see the email come through a podcast and go, oh, who have we got this week? And then get to listen to a fantastic story about one of your colleagues. Make sure you get yourself on there soon. Beck's waiting.